Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. I have two newspapers in front of me. One is the New York Times, print edition, do the rush thing. U.S. backs Israel as cause of blast remains disputed. A little bit of um, hesitancy in that, I would say. Uh, New York Post, blood libel. Islamic terrorists killed their own people in hospital explosion and then falsely blamed Israel. Yesterday, the poll question at Smirconish.com, will we ever know definitively who or what caused the strike on the El Ali Arab Hospital in Gaza? We had 21,827 votes cast. 63.69% said yes. And I'm sure those yes votes say, why are we even asking? We already do. It was a Hamas-affiliated group called Islamic Jihad. And I believe that. There's a question of whether it's going to matter. Because Hamas has been effective in convincing the Arab world that it was Israel, despite the showing of evidence by the IDF, despite President Biden saying that our own U.S. intelligence has confirmed what the Israelis are saying. Upon landing yesterday in Israel, he said, he, President Biden, based on what I've seen, it appears as though it was done by the other team, not you. He said that in reference to Prime Minister Netanyahu. Uh, there are a lot of people out there not sure, so we've got a lot. We've got a lot to overcome. A lot of things said Biden. What's the What's the evidence? Well, there was a briefing yesterday, and Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, a spokesman for the Israeli military, displayed an aerial drone photo that he said showed the damage was not consistent with an Israeli airstrike. Such a strike, he said, would have left a significant crater and done structural damage to the surrounding buildings, and yet there was no sign of either of those. Israeli officials have also presented what they said was evidence of a barrage of rockets fired nearby toward Israel moments before the hospital was hit by a Palestinian Islamic Jihad, that group that operates in Gaza and is aligned with Hamas. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. So the Israelis say that one of the group's rockets, which often malfunction, hit the hospital. Admiral Hagari said that much of the damage had been caused not by an explosive warhead, but by the flammable rocket propellant. Most of it's still inside the rocket when it hit because it had not traveled far. And there's an Al Jazeera video that seems to back up this explanation. Uh, The New York Times reporting that other U.S. officials who spoke on the condition of anonymity to discuss sensitive information cited multiple strands of intelligence, including infrared satellite data showing a rocket launch from Palestinian positions in Gaza and open source video that showed that it did not come from the direction of Israeli positions. Will that evidence be convincing to large parts of the Arab world? Probably not from NPR today, angry protesters shouted pro-Palestinian messages and flew Palestinian flags and in some instances clashed with security demonstrations from Lebanon to the West Bank and even as far as Washington, D.C. So thousands have come out in protest in support, I guess I should say, of of the Palestinian cause and against what they perceive as Israel having been uh, responsible for that attack, notwithstanding the evidence that I just shared with you. It makes me wonder what's going to happen in the future when Israel really does move into northern Gaza, something that has not yet happened. Today's poll question at Smirconish.com, in the midst of of these alarming trends and the escalation of violence and rhetoric in the Middle East, should the U.S. become directly involved if Hezbollah joins the war in Gaza? Axios reporting that the White House has been discussing the possibility of using military force. If Hezbollah joins the war in Gaza and attacks Israel with its huge arsenal of rockets, according to three different officials and one Israeli official who confirmed this to Axios, Lebanon-based Hezbollah joining the war would dramatically escalate the Middle East's worst conflict in decades, raising the likelihood of mass civilian casualties in Israel and in Lebanon and possibly drawing in the U.S., The Israeli military, now focused mostly on Gaza, would have a significantly more difficult time fighting on two fronts simultaneously while missiles rain down on its bases and Israel's population centers. No doubt this is why the United States uh, has dispatched a second aircraft carrier to the region with additional land-based warplanes, even as Washington reportedly is sending back-channel messages to Iran through intermediaries in Qatar, Oman, and China, warning against escalation. Answer today's poll question on on that doomsday scenario. What if Hezbollah, Hezbollah posing a markedly more serious threat to Israel than Hamas because of its larger arsenal of precision-guided missiles and thousands of experienced and well-trained fighters? What if there's a northern invasion? What if Hezbollah now uh, now takes up arms against Israel? What should I'm not asking would. Poll question today asks, what should the United States do in that circumstance? Go vote at Smirconish.com, and thank you. 
The Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Listen to Michael Smirconish live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124 or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com.